Hey, this week is very different. Uh, uh, we could not record this past weekend, and I'll explain why when the episode starts. But um, basically, uh, this week you're getting me. I'm going to review a couple movies up front. Um, what do I review? I, I will tell you. Uh, I review um, 1982's The Slayer, Dead Heat, uh, 1980's Dead Heat, um, 1983's Mausoleum, and 2011's Absentia. I review them alone because I wanted to give you guys something and I watched a ton of movies that I wanted to talk about that I didn't get to so it's it, it was gonna be short but it ends up being like 40 minutes long so if you don't want to listen to me just ramble to myself about these movies they're short little reviews but like I said it ends up being pretty long if you don't want to sit through that and listening to a one-man show and listening to one dude talk to himself uh you could skip ahead to around like the 40 minute mark and um then Melissa and I okay so it's it's like a it's kind of like a throwback episode, even though this show is only a few months old. I think I say all this in the when the episode starts anyway. But uh, we do uh, we did like a little practice run of the show back in March when it started, and we reviewed uh, the loved ones, and um, it was pretty good, pretty great conversation. So I'm gonna drop that, so you get this little throwback episode with you know me rambling to myself in the beginning. But yeah, it's all good. Um, hopefully we'll return to normal next week. Uh, things just got really discombobulated and then I was sick and all this stuff. But you'll hear about all that. Um, I think that's all I have to say. I hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend, which I think I say. I think I'm repeating myself. But this is Forsaken Cinema episode... Uh, what episode is this? 15? This is Forsaken Cinema episode 15. <laughs> Hello everyone, I am your lonely host Chuck this week, uh, your horror co-host as she insists on calling herself Mel is not with us, but you will be hearing her voice. Um, we're doing something really weird this week because over the weekend, uh, you know it's 4th of July, P.S. I hope everybody had a 4th of July, hopefully all of you have all of your fingers and toes and all of your limbs and nothing bad happened to anybody. I hope everybody stayed safe and enjoyed celebrating the birth of their country by blowing up a small piece of it. Um, but yeah, our, uh, our, our schedules got really fucked up this, this weekend because of the 4th of July and because Amanda went back to work and like, we were just kind of like, we didn't really plan very well. We were like very lackadaisical about the show for some reason. We we're like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do it. And then it was like, we didn't even do it. I, I don't know what Mike and Melissa did. I don't think they did anything. Um, but like I didn't do anything. Amanda worked. I like chilled at home and watched movies. Like I didn't do anything Fourth of July related because I'm a loser. I'm boring. Um, Mel would probably say the same exact thing. I was kind of like I even asked her and Mike, sideshow Mike, if they wanted to hang out or do anything over the weekend. And I was kind of on the fence about doing anything other than the podcast because um, I had my kids and like. I don't know. I didn't have a car. Man, I was at work. So I was just kind of like, you guys doing anything? And they're like, nah, Mike's going to work in the house. So yeah. <laughs> so I guess you could say this weekend was uneventful. Dumb Melissa. Um, I do miss her. This is going to be weird doing this without her. Um, I used to do a show like this by myself where I just sat and I talked to myself. And uh, yeah, it didn't, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't get a lot of 
listeners. It was all right. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, but yes, definitely, definitely more fun to do it with somebody. But hey, this so, so anyway, all that to say, segue into this is what's going to happen this week. Um, you're going to get me for a little bit. I'm going to talk about a couple of movies. If you don't want to hear me ramble to myself, um, well, I'll say it at the top of the episode. I'll do show notes, but I'll, I'll give you a jumping off point where like you don't feel like listening to me just sit here yammering to no one. Uh, you'll be able to fast forward to uh, the review. So here's here's what's happening. Um, we re- we started the show in like March. It wasn't even that long ago. I'm treating this as like oh, this is some great throwback. You know, we're digging into <laughs> we're digging into the archive for an old episode. Uh, but really, this was this was recorded like three months ago. It was a very young show. Um, but we recorded an episode just to try it out, and we actually recorded it here in my apartment, uh, Melissa and I, um, just to, you know, just to try it and see if it was going to work, see if Melissa was into it, and you know, um, and just, you know, just to whatever trial run. So we uh, we reviewed um, the loved ones for the classic title, and we reviewed Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space kind of ended up being a shit show. Like, Melissa didn't write, like, any notes, and, like, I fucked up, like, three things on it. I said, I, I, who, see, I'm going to get in trouble again. Anyway, I said something wrong about the director of Color Out of Space, and I messed up a bunch of info, and it was just, I don't know, it was just awkward and bad. But the by the time we got to um, um, the loved ones, we had both had a couple drinks, and we were getting used to it and settling in it, so it actually is a really great conversation, and... um. So yeah, I'm going to give that to you guys. So I'm going to review a couple things. Again, I'm going to give you, you know, you jump off, skip ahead point. I'm going to review a couple movies because I watched a shit ton in the last two weeks. Um, and then we're just going to cut, you know, I'm going to do links and then you'll get the loved ones. So all that being said, oh, I didn't do the disclaimer or the intro. I didn't do a proper intro at all for you guys. I, you know, I shouldn't be half-assing it just because it's me. Uh, this is the weekly horror pa- <laughs> this is gonna be great this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which uh just myself this week usually it's me and mel uh review one recently released film and one classic film and disclaimer this is not i say it every episode this is not a horror trivia show we are not experts we are not here to sit around and talk about all of the behind the scenes shit and all the facts that you can get just by typing in IMDb movie title trivia. Okay, that stuff, I don't know. We just, I, I'm into that stuff. I like reading about it. Um, but I figure like there's so much stuff out there. Most of that shit, a lot of horror fans already know. So you're just repeating stuff like, you know, that, that people already know. Event Horizon is a, you know, incomplete movie. They'll never be able to find. Oh, I heard some shit about that actually. Oh, that's so weird that I brought that up. Hold on. And now I want to say something because I think I read some article, Bloody Disgusting. Oh, what's the keyboard doing? About Event Horizon and how we might eventually get a director's cut. Uh, hold on. Let me look this up because now I got all excited. I forgot I read something about this. Okay. Yeah. It just said Scream Factory is doing like a collector's edition uh, for Event Horizon. And yeah. When was this? This was like. Yeah, June twelfth. I remember. I remember reading this. Um, but yeah, there's no promises. They're trying really hard to find. All, there's all this lost footage in this, you know, in Event Horizon, um, which is why the movie feels really choppy and the timeline kind of doesn't make sense. And it, you're watching an incomplete movie. A lot of that shit. A lot of the the director's stuff. A lot of the footage that was shot was, um, you know, poo pooed on by the 
the FCC or whatever was censored heavily. They were like, you can't show the shit or we're going to make it NC-17. And it got heavily chopped. And some of the scenes in it, you know, it got chopped up so bad. Some of the scenes in it were like important to the plot and like the timeline and shit. So that's why it feels I've always just, oh, man. I mean, me along with everyone else, like I would love to see the like apparently there's more gore there's more hell there's more craziness i would love to fucking see that but yeah i don't know that's crazy randomly popped into my head event horizon yeah it's uh that would be really awesome if they could find some shit and uh actually do that i would shit my pants if they came out with that i love event horizon anyway we don't (laughs) we're not here to talk about all that shit uh, we just kind of, you know, we love movies, we love horror movies, like to talk about them, like to hang out, like to drink a little bit, have fun. That's all this show was ever intended to be. And that's what you're getting. So if you're not up for that, go fuck yourself and <laughs> stop listening. You don't have to go fuck yourself. It's fine. It's fine. If you're not up for that, it's fine. If you want facts and knowledge and information, totally fine, but you ain't going to get it here. So anyway, how was my week? <laughs> My week was pretty good. I played a lot more Doom. Okay, I got some stuff to talk about with Doom. Um, you remember last week I said, I even used the phrase get good, I think, which ugh, I hate it when people say that. And that's why I was kind of like, eh, I don't want to say that. But really, I was I was just saying like, you know, it's getting better. I'm sticking with it. And like, it's hard. But like, if you just knuckle down and like sweat it out with this game on fucking normal, by the way. Uh, you know, it's not on any hard setting, it's just on the regular setting, it's not on the easy setting, it's just on normal. You know, if you, you fucking sit down and you you hash it out, like you, you get better and it gets easier. Dude, this game is fucking hard. I retract that statement. Doom Eternal is hard as shit, and I'm getting frustrated playing it. It's just like they have these like arena fights, which was great about the 2016, but they really amped it up, and you you go through like a couple of like you, you go through a bunch of like the smaller bosses and or bosses demons and uh you know you fight bigger ones and then they start throwing the heavies at you and you you kill the heavies and you're like oh i killed all the heavies but then they throw in like 16 more and they just keep amping it up and up and up and it's just fucking hard and i'm a casual gamer i don't like sweating while i'm playing video games it's just not me i want to relax so but i'm also like it becomes I have this thing with with things like video games and like inanimate objects or like fixing something or like figuring something out where I mean this is what Amanda says like have you gone Chuck versus the thing are you there not and I'll be like yes this is Chuck versus this dumbass computer not working or Chuck versus these shelves that won't hang or Chuck versus whatever because I go into this weird ass zone and I'm like, no, I'm going to win. I'm not even a competitive person. But when something pisses me off because it's too hard and I, like, I can't do it, it's like, no, you're not going to tell me I can't do this or I can't fix this. This weird pride thing comes up. But uh, yeah, that's what's happening with this game. I haven't felt like this since I played Cuphead. <laughs> Remember Cuphead? I think they're making a show out of that or a movie or something. Maybe I saw a show. That'd be fun, right? Cuphead the show. Anyway, who fucking cares? That's Doom. Um, what else have I been up to? Oh, um, Masters of Horror is on Hoopla, if you know what that is. This is like this library card-based uh, streaming app, and you can check it out. Um, it's got a lot of shit. I've actually watched a bunch of the newer shit that we've been watching through Hoopla. They've had a bunch of it. I watched Sea Fever on Hoopla for fucking free. So go get a library card and go hop on Hoopla. But um, 
if you follow us on Instagram, you saw my story post. Uh, all of the Masters of Horror episodes are free on there right now, and I've just been binging through them because um, I never saw all of them. I saw a handful um, when they were on, but like we didn't have stars. Is it on stars? I want to say it's on stars. Forgive me if it's something else, but I didn't have whatever whatever channel it had. I was poor. I lived at home in 2005, and uh, I saw a couple of them over at a friend's house um, along with... Uh, in 2008, I watched. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if Mick Garris did. Uh, what the hell was it called? Fear itself. I remember watching them like close to each other. Anyway, but yeah, so it's cool going back and watching uh, this shit. Um, it's some of them are really good. Um, I really liked the first two episodes of the first season. I'm on like episode four or five, but they really were really great. So Stuart Gordon, of course, I love Stuart Gordon's fucking. <laughs> I can't hate anything he does. I can't. It's impossible. Not even with a, a fucking rat with a human face on it that looks super cheesy. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. And uh, yeah, Stuart Gordon is amazing. So yeah, I've been binging that. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. It's a it's a cool little break. It's like I I, I watch. I said I was gonna watch Hannibal. I think the last episode of the episode before. I haven't watched any Hannibal. Yo, you're gonna find it's super hard for me to like keep up with tv shows i am terrible i'd much rather watch movies they're they're done in an hour and a half and then that's it i can move on to something completely different that's how my attention span works um but yeah i've been binging through those and uh you should check them out if you've never seen them you should definitely check them out like i am doing i haven't seen very many of them so that's been cool that's pretty much been my week um nothing else really has happened so I'm going to talk about a handful of movies. What are we at? 13 minutes. I'll try not to be too long with them, but it doesn't matter because if you don't want to listen to me talk, you've already skipped ahead. So I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go for it right now. I watched, how many movies did I watch? One, two, three, Jesus, four, four, four movies. I watched more than that actually, but I'm, I'm only doing these four. Dude, Sunday, this past Sunday. Um, so Saturday I stayed up uh, like really late with Amanda. She came home late and we just chilled out. It was the, was it the 4th of July? Yeah, the 4th of July was on Saturday. Um, we just stayed up and chilled and like we didn't drink too much. But we just stayed up really, really late. So uh, Sunday rolled around and I was supposed to go with Amanda to um, to uh, her her sister's house. Yeah, her sister's house for a cookout. But um, Saturday, Amanda felt all sick, and she was felt gross. And then she woke up Sunday, and she was fine. But I woke up, and I felt super gross. Um, and I ended up like just bailing on all of it. I was like, I'm not going. She's like, it's cool, whatever. She, you know, she's a cool lady. Uh, so she didn't, you know, she didn't mind. I just stayed home, and I stayed home all day because they went out late. Her, her dad was unexpectedly there. Her dad travels a lot, and he was just he just happened to be there, and she didn't know. So she ended up staying there like really late. And I stayed home and straight up just since I was like just on the couch, I watched three movies back to back to back. And it was an awesome fucking day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I'm going to talk about a couple of them and then we'll get to links and then you can uh, listen to Mel and I discuss um, the loved ones. So the first thing I watched, uh, I don't remember what day I watched this, was The Slayer from 1982. Because I saw a cool picture of this demon-looking monster thing. And I was like, I've never seen this movie. Let me check it out. So I watched it uh, for free on Tubi. 
Um, and basically the synopsis is this chick has you okay, first for, let me disclaimer this. I I after about the first 30 minutes, I kind of checked out a little bit. I kind of just watched and I'll explain why, but I kind of watched this like from behind my phone. So I got, you know, well, I'll explain. But this chick has dreams, I think, about this demon thing that's killing people and in the end of the movie it turns out that it was real and it is killing people and it killed all, all the people they they're the they go on this like couples thing where these two couples these two married couples go to i think they're married they go to this island and they, they just have this vacation on this you know on this island uh, in this house this beach house and it's tons of fun until everyone starts getting murdered um but yeah, like I said, in any end, it's, you know, it is, you know, something is actually killing people and it's not her dream or something. I don't know. Um, it was super duper fucking boring. It was so boring, dude. It was really draggy. I mean, even like the suspense parts, they're building the suspense, but except they weren't because it lasted way too long. Sus- suspense building has a cutoff where you're just like, okay, can something happen now? And this movie was not aware of that cutoff point whatsoever. They just really felt like they just wanted to make a boring-ass movie. Um, yeah, dude. That's why like, I, I wasn't paying attention to like a lot of it. I was just like on my phone. Yeah. I, I, it had like some good stuff. Some of the kills were fun. Um, there's a whole head getting chopped off scene where the head is like stuck in these attic doors and the body is just dangling around. That scene was actually pretty fucking cool. Um, there's this fish hook kill where this guy gets dragged in the ocean. So there's, there's some fun stuff, but the fun stuff was very few and far between and, uh, leading up to the fun stuff. Like by the, by the time that any gore or blood happens or somebody dies, you don't even give a shit. It's like they took it took like 20 minutes on this one guy with the tension it felt like where it's just nothing it's like that's not I don't, i'm not i don't feel any suspense now i feel bored and angry that you're doing this to me just fucking kill him i'll kill him i'll hop in there i'll kill him right now like <laughs> i'll swim out to your little island and i'll i'll do it with the pitchfork you're taking too long with this pitchfork Ugh. no not just didn't like it um and there is a monster in it i think like you see this demon thing, it gets burned and you see the face, but I was really unclear as to what exactly happened because this dude gets lit on fire and I know I'm kind of spoiling it and I know I kind of don't really fucking care, but you see this crazy ass demon monster face for a few seconds and that was it. The rest was just like POV style, like you don't see, you know, you see the dude's hands as, you know, he's shoving the pitchfork into some chick. Not for me, man. It felt a lot like Mutilator, but Mutilator was fun. Mutilator was super fun, and uh, this was super fucking boring. Do not do do not recommend. Um, I mean, I guess unless you've seen like every other '80s slasher except this, and you're just trying to complete a list, and I don't see any reason to watch this. It was boring. Um, next movie I watched. I watched a movie called Dead Heat from 1988. Um. And where did I watch this? I watched this on Amazon Prime. I think it's free on Amazon Prime. Um, and this is starring Joe Piscopo and Treat Williams. You probably know Treat, Treat Williams has been in a ton of shit. If you saw his face, you might recognize him. But horror fans, you might recognize him from Deep Rising. Uh, I talked about Deep Rising, I think, last episode. It, it, I think I just might have mentioned it. 
Um, but yeah, Deep Rising is a super fun aquatic horror movie, maritime horror um, about this big like cruiser, this like casino cruiser that gets attacked by this uh, this giant like squid thing with these tentacles. That movie, I will die on the hill that that movie is amazing. <laughs> I know the monster is like CGI and the CGI looks bad. For some reason, I forgive that movie. There is tons of fucking gore in that movie, like crazy gore. Um, I thought the monster, even though in spite of, you know, it doesn't look real, CG still looked cool. Um, but Treat Williams is in that, and he plays this, like, uh, he's he, like, transports people around, uh, like, bad people for, like, a whole lot of money. And he's, like, you know, they're smuggling shit or whatever. He doesn't care. He just, you pay him, and he'll take you wherever you want. And he won't tell anybody. Um, but he's, like, this badass, and, like, like, all of the lines are over the top, and all the action's over the top. And it's cheesy, and it's fun, and I love that movie. Anyway. Didn't watch that this week. I watched Dead Heat. So starring him uh, and Joe Piscopo, you might remember from early Saturday Night Live. I don't remember. I didn't watch Saturday Night Live. He was on it from like 1980 to 1984. I definitely remember him like seeing him on TV and shit way back when, like the early 90s, but not really. Um, and apparently I read a bunch of reviews for Dead Heat. People do not like Joe Piscopo whatsoever. I didn't think he was bad in this. I thought he was funny. I thought he was fine. But maybe that is an unpopular opinion. I don't know much about Joe Piscopo, to be honest. But <laughs> I've spelled his name wrong on here. Joe Piscopo. <laughs> I thought that would be funnier if I read it out loud, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, people really hated him. Um, uh, the synopsis is these two cops are... It's like a buddy cop film. And these two cops... An 80s buddy cop film. Um these two cops are hunting this gang that's stealing jewelry. Um, but the thing about this gang that's stealing the jewelry is when you shoot them, they don't die. And you can't really do anything to get them to die. They just stay alive until you like blow them up or cut their heads off. Oh, sound like a zombie? Because they're zombies. They find out that there's this evil corporation that's trying to defeat death. And uh, they figured out basically how to reanimate people. And um, it's just, yeah, it's just this feel good, or not feel good, that's stupid, but it's just fun. It's a fun movie. Um, uh, it's, it feels like a mix between like, like you know, eighty other 80s buddy cop movies like Lethal Weapon or like 48 Hours. It feels like that, but m that meets like Return of the Living Dead or uh, Reanimator. It feels like they're kind of meshed up. And honestly, they're meshed up in the most beautiful way <laughs> the, the best way possible that you could think if somebody pitched somebody else the idea he's like i want you to i want you to combine lethal weapon with return of the living dead and they made this it would have been yes that's what they did you knocked it out of the park because that and it and i, I gotta tell you i fucking loved it i loved this movie so much i was howling like at every scene it was super funny and it wasn't just I wasn't just laughing at it ironically because, you know, oh, it's just silly looking 80s movies. Look at what they're wearing uh, because it really didn't age well at all. Um, I wasn't even laughing at that. I was laughing at it because I genuinely thought a lot of the shit and it was funny and a lot of the stuff they were doing to be funny was actually funny. Like I almost kind of, I mean, it feels silly saying this, but I almost kind of took the movie seriously as like a serious like big budget like 80s movie. Like how come this didn't do better? Uh, and apparently it's because people really hated Joe Piscopo. Um, 
and there was some other stuff involved with it not taking off and, and being this big, you know, because I read a couple of things that said this movie really thought it was going to be the next Ghostbusters and it was going to be this really great film that everybody loved and remembered. And instead, it just kind of got buried in obscurity. Um, but I really, watching it, man, dude, I was like, I, if I'd have seen this when I was a kid, I would have fucking loved it. It was so good. <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. Um, so um, yeah, I uh, wrote a couple things down here. Um, dude, the, the, the buddy cop tropes in this are rampant and a plenty. And that's one of the best things about this movie. Like, um, you know, there's, there's, there's all these bad one-liners, uh, you know, before they kill somebody or do something, they say some dumb shit. There's tons of explosions. Um, and the bad guy ends up being this like rich evil corporation that they've been hunting this whole time without realizing it. Just like all of that, just buddy eighties cop shit. Um, there's lots, plenty, plenty of gore and blood and the, the effects are really cool and the makeup at the end. There's a dude in this movie. I won't spoil it. I won't tell you who it is, but somebody's dead, but they're like alive and they're decaying the entire movie. So the makeup starts getting really cool on this person. Uh, a woman, a, this chick just straight up melts at one point. It's pretty cool. And there's this really awesome scene. If you hate this movie, you got to stick it out till at least you see this scene in a Chinese restaurant where basically they reanimate all of the dead meat in like the room and it all comes back to life. So this duck, like this, this cooked goose, like comes to life and all like the chicken legs, all of the, anything that was once alive, like comes to life and starts going crazy. All these fish and shit. It was hilarious. It made me laugh so much. And it was pretty gross too, if I remember, but yeah, plenty of effects like, Come for the like silly like one-liners and shit, and stay for the gore and the effects. Man, this movie is fantastic, and everyone needs to watch this, and it's amazing. Loved it, highly recommend. Um, next up was Mausoleum from nineteen eighty-three, starring I don't know if I'm ever saying this right, Bobby Breezy. It looks like Breezy because B R E S E E, and I have n- don't know how to pronounce her name. I don't know much about her either. Um, I knew she was in Ghoulies, uh, and, uh, she's in a couple other movies too. Evil Spawn, Surf Ninja, Surf, Surf Ninjas, Surf Nazis Must Die, the trauma movie. Um, but she's in it, starring her, came out in 1983. It's about this, um, I think it's really about this family, this cursed family, the, the, uh, the nomads, which is demons spelled backwards. It took me the entire movie to pick up on that. They even like show it at certain points in the movie, like in the mirrors. I'm so, why do they keep saying nomads so much? I'm a fucking dummy. But um, yeah. So it's about this family, this cursed family, and like in this family, the every firstborn daughter gets cursed by this demon. Um, and she goes into this mausoleum where the demon is, and the demon kind of comes out and goes with her. But you don't really. The demon doesn't really start to come out. Like, you're always a demon, or you're always, like, you know, I guess there's a demon in your body, like, possessing you. But, like, they don't really show any of the signs and start killing anybody or doing anything until they turn 30. Which, <laughs> Bobby Breezy was supposed to be 30 in this movie. She is not 30. She's she's pushing 40, at least. Like, come on. Um, I remember when I read that, or when I heard them say, like, I'm 30 years old. I was like, no, you're fucking not. 
<laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You ain't 30. Uh, I didn't look that up, but I'm fairly, I'm very certain she's not 30, at least 40. Anyway, um, but yeah, so she turns 30 and she starts going, they think she's going crazy, but she's actually possessed and she starts sexing some people up and doing some like lewd shit and like killing people and yeah, so they got to put a stop to it and they got to, uh, her psychiatrist like gets help from this other psychiatrist who actually believes in like demons and whatever so yeah that's that um this i also really liked this i didn't like it as much as dead heat but i also but i had a a really good time watching this um this also has a lot of cool gore cool effects uh it's very 80s with it and the cheese is so big (laughs) this is pretty cheesy movie the cheese is so big as melissa would say um thought there was some cool stuff uh as far as um yeah, like I said, effects and makeup go. The uh, the design for the demon, because it really kind of turns into like a creature feature almost, because the demon kind of takes over her body. And the design for the demon <laughs> was gloriously over the top. It looked crazy. It had this crazy-ass face. Um, and it just looked weird. It had these claws and shit. But like the icing on the cake was the fact that it was a woman demon, I guess. And uh, it had like uh, chomping, drooling, like mouth titties. <laughs> That these little mouths where the titties were, and they were going like, and they were like drooling this green shit. It was so funny, so awesome, so 80s, so great. Loved it. That's why I watch these movies, man. These fucking designs that they came up with back then are are, are amazing. Um, yeah, and that was pretty goofy. And there's also some other really goofy shit in this. Uh, the score is basically a Jaws ripoff. It sounds almost exactly like the score from Jaws. Um, what a, okay, I wasn't going to talk about the scene, but I will. There's this scene with the maid. And the maid is, oh, what the fuck was her name? Lawanda, Lawanda Page. She was from Sanford and Sons, which I've never, ever seen even a single episode of because it was much before my time uh, in the 70s, right? Is that a 70s show? Yeah, back in the 70s. Uh, never watched it. But, dude, she was so fucking funny. She made me laugh so much uh, in the little scene that she was in. So she goes upstairs. And I'm not, this, this bears no weight on the movie. I'm in no way spoiling anything. But she goes upstairs. There's like the smoke coming out of the door. And she's like, oh, no. She goes back downstairs. And she's like, I'm not a drinking woman since I found religion, but I need to drink. And she does like a couple of drinks. And then for some reason, goes back up there. And then she's like, nah, never mind. And she does this weird, like, run away. She's like, I'm getting out of here. And she, like, <laughs> she runs away and just, like, leaves. And the whole time, they would, like, they went up and they played all this suspenseful music, the de- the Jaws demon music, when she goes up to the door. And then when she starts running away, they play this, like, boink, the boink, or, like, this weird-ass, like, goofy music while she's drinking. And then she goes back up the stairs and they like start playing the demon music again. And she's like, Nope, not doing that. And then, then she runs away and they play this like dinky dumbass music as she runs away. And I thought it was super funny. I lo- oh, dude, I fucking love these just little low budge eighties movies. They're so funny. They, they throw the strangest shit into these movies, just the strangest, most unself-aware things that end up just being like, so funny and out of place. I love it. Um, this very weird ending to this too that didn't make any sense. Uh, she kills some guy in the movie. Seems like just some random like groundskeeper guy. And then at the very end of the movie, 
you see the groundskeeper guy, but he's still alive, and he just laughs at the camera for like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. <laughs> for like a while. He's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. like what, what does this mean? You, you like trimmed her bushes, and then she killed you. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get it. It was very weird. I loved it. So, anyway, almost done. Saved the best for last. I watched, finally fucking watched, um, a lot of you have probably seen this, uh, but I watched Absentia from 2011. When did this movie come out? It's poor to be accurate. Absentia movie 2011. It came out a while ago. I dude, dude, it went totally off my radar for the longest time. Longest time. Even when Mike Flanagan, uh, the director... Uh, came back with Doctor Sleep. This still was like off my radar. I forgot completely about about this movie because um, I wanted to see it for so long. And then I was on Shutter, just like cruising around on Sunday, and I was like, "Oh, let me finally watch Absentia. It's free here." So I checked it out. Um, and Mike Flanagan, uh, most recently directed Doctor Sleep. Um, he also directed Hush, uh, which is a phenomenal movie. Um, Ouija: Origin of Evil, which is cool. Gerald's Game, not really my cup of tea, but a lot of people really love it and oculus um it does not have the budget absentia does not have the budget at all of dr sleep or even probably a hush i don't know how much it took to cost the cost to make hush um but essentially cost thirty thousand dollars to make it's very little very low budget horror movie um and it well let me give you a little synopsis um it's about these sisters this one sister's uh husband went missing like seven years prior and it opens up with these two sisters kind of reconnecting the one was like a uh, is like a recovering drug addict and she came home and she's you know she's gonna help out her pregnant sister and she's clean and stuff but she's gonna help out her pregnant sister move and do all this stuff and they're gonna kind of live together and like get their lives back together um and she issues it starts with her like trying to get the death certificate for her husband who's been missing for seven years and she's also dating this cop and then, you know, the movie's going on. They're trying, you know, they're doing, you know, this drama shit. Um, and then, all of a sudden, when they finally declare him dead and she gets paperwork, the dude shows back up, uh, her husband. Um, and he is all kinds of fucked up. Like, he is, they take him in for examining and stuff. He's, like, wearing the same clothes that he went missing, still has his wallet. They say that he's been, like, they were, like, who's abusing you? He's been being abused and, like, just suffering for the last seven years. They found animal bones in him. He's extraordinarily malnourished and bruised up and shit. And they don't know what happened to him because he won't talk because he's, like, you know, he's fucking in shock. He's traumatized. He hasn't talked to anybody probably in seven years. Um, But they get you get little bits out of it because, like, when they caught him, he's, like, they see him and they were, like, oh, my God. And he was, like, you can see me? And going throughout the movie, you find out this creepy shit going on with this tunnel. And you kind of get a little bits in here, little bits here and there. But there's a tunnel near their house that it's, it's a pretty long tunnel that, you know, runners go through. It connect, you know, goes under this hill. You've seen the type around. Um, and uh, they find out that there's all these missing, uh, these strange missing persons cases that like that revolve around this tunnel and have been for years and years and years. Um, and yeah, you kind of, it starts to unravel and you figure out what's going on. And, uh, yeah, I'll stop there for the synopsis. I don't want to ruin it just in case you haven't. If you haven't, I, I fucking loved this movie. I, uh, I'm going to watch it again soon. It creeped me the hell out. And this movie is a true testament 
that like you don't need a big budget you don't need giant movie stars and like action and explosion you can have no money and make a super entertaining and super creepy ass horror movie with nothing if you know what you're doing you know this and obviously you know mike flanagan's a genius and he does know what he's doing um while i wasn't a huge fan of dr sleep don't kill me we're gonna do that movie eventually uh it's still a really expertly made movie um and really good and there's a couple scenes in it that are like rough uh but this was just it was just phenomenal it gets under your skin it like because what's happening in the movie and again i won't spoil it what's happening to these people that have gone missing is fucking hell it's 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 so creepy and weird and it gets under your skin because the whole movie once you start to figure out once i figure out what happened to this dude i'm kind of like you know i, I kind of got i got really freaked out and just like uh, that's what i focused on was like this dude has been there for seven years and this has been happening to him for seven years some even longer they um oh what's his name is in this what is his name tall dude he's been in like a billion horror movies uh he played um where is he do 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 what he's not even how is he not doug jones i always forget that dude's name um doug jones is in it and what was i saying god i lost my train of thought totally lost my train of thought hold on <laughs> okay yeah doug jones uh, his character had been there and they see him and that's one of the, that's one of the first times you start figuring it out was she sees this guy she sees Doug Jones in the tunnel and she's just kind of running and she like slows down she thinks he's just a bum looking for food and he's he looks at her and she looks at him and he like stares at her and he's like can you see me and she's like yeah and he starts she just thinks he's some homeless guy being weird uh but then she goes to bring food back to him and he's disappeared again um but he says something real weird like in the tunnel when they're building all this stuff he's like you can see me and she goes like yeah i can see you and he's like oh my god it must be asleep and you're like hold on damn it sorry i keep pausing <laughs> you don't even know right i could just not even say anything um but yeah they build the suspense really good it's it's not really a slow burn, but there's not a lot of action and shit. It's mostly just atmosphere and creepiness and just the ideas that it presents are really disturbing. Um, and the ending, there's something that happens at the ending that if the rest of the movie didn't disturb you, like I'm pretty sure that will. There's this thing, if you've seen it, you know, the very ending. Um, but yeah, highly recommend Absentia. If you like movies, like um, if you've ever seen The Pact, if you've seen unlike the pact it's very feels very similar to that the pact got under my skin too man that movie creeped me the fuck out too um but yeah anyway go check it out it's it's wonderfully acted um very atmospheric like i said awesome movie so i liked i guess i liked three out of four of the movies i watched that's pretty good um so yeah recommend uh don't recommend slayer recommend Dead Heat, definitely recommend Dead Heat, Mausoleum, and uh, Absentia. It's been a good two weeks for movies for me. And also recommend Massive Horror. You should go watch that shit too. Um, so I guess I'm going to drop some links now, and then you'll get to listen to Melissa and I talk about the loved ones. Okay, where can you find us on the internet? 
aka the social medias. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Forsaken Cinema. You can find us on Twitter. We're now on Twitter too. If you're into Twitter, uh, which <laughs> I just started using, I've never used Twitter. Um, but I'm, I guess I'm getting the hang of it. It's my age showing. It's not really my age. I just never fucking used Twitter. None of my friends have Twitter. Just never got into it. But we have one now, and it's at Cinema Forsaken. For some reason, it's backwards. But you can check us out there. I'll be posting there. I'll be posting everywhere from now on, hopefully. Um, and you can also drop us a line, suggest movies, tell us what you love about the show, <laughs> tell us how great we are. I say this every week. Um, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at Gmail. And um, if you could also do us a huge favor, wherever you're listening, please subscribe or follow or whatever it is that, you know, whatever process the platform you're listening to, <laughs> you're listening on has. Um, do that. Follow, subscribe, all that shit. Um, and you can uh, please, 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 if you dig the show, it helps out the show a lot with visibility and shit. If you rate the show and review the show, especially on like Apple Podcasts or iTunes, or whatever the fuck it is, um, yeah, re- leave us a review, um, just give us a, a rating, five stars, just, it takes, you know, three seconds to click the stars, but please do that, it helps us out a lot, and um, I just also wanted to say that if you're listening to the show consistently, we love you, we know you're out there, we're pretty sure people are listening to the show, um, but yeah, so do all that shit, hit us up, drop us a line, Show some love, give us some likes and follows and yada, yada, yada. Oh, and share. Tell all of your horror movie fan friends about us and your favorite horror movie podcast. I think that's it. Thanks. As Melissa would say, thanks. Thank you. (laughs) I hate doing the links. All right, here's the trailer for The Loved Ones. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, I'm coming with Holly. Holly. Come on. Yes, she said yes! (laughs) Wow, you look wicked. They definitely make it sound more fun in the trailer. Let me get the door, my lady. Pretty as a picture. Oh, Jesus. Can you go to the dance with me? Sorry, Lola. I'm done with Holly. Yikes. Bad move, Ooh, Brent. You felt, do you feel that? <laughs> Guess who asked Brent to the dance? Hey. Lola. Hi, this is Brent. Leave a message. Brent's done this before. He's always turned up. Find my prince. 
This is the song we're gonna dance to. Oh no. And there's only one way to find out if it's you. Come on, play the song. They're not going to. Pretty in the house. It's my heart to broken. It's like you did to me. I don't feel like that music went well with... I don't think that music was in the movie at all. No, it wasn't. It's trailer music, but it didn't like reflect the anything from the movie at all. <laughs> well, we're <laughs> gonna. <laughs> it wasn't the vibe of this movie whatsoever. Well, the loved ones. I have two synopsis synopsis <laughs> for you. Drunk. Um, because Google, I Googled it and the first synopsis says, and it, both of them are completely different. So the first one is in order to avoid a ghostly this is the figure one you should read. Yeah, this is the one I have. in the road, Brent Mitchell wraps his car around a tree, killing his father while his mother goes to pieces. Brent escapes into a marijuana fueled world of pain and guilt. So that does, I feel like it doesn't cover the bases. So I actually, that was it? Yeah, that's it for Google. So I uh, IMDb'd it. And this one says, when Brent turns down his classmate Lola's invitation to the prom, she concocts a wildly violent plan for revenge. So those are the two synopsises that I was given by the interwebs. So I guess they work together. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You're doing the synopsis. And I did the synopsis always in my old podcast, and yeah, you, you'll you figure it out. <laughs> it works. I was like, that first one's not good enough. That was like a whole thing with me. I would flip out about, like, this is the dumbest synopsis ever. And then, like, this one's too long, and this one's too short. And this I one... feel like we could get more, yeah. Yeah, well, that works. It's Put fine. them together, it works, I guess. I mean, the marijuana-fueled lifestyle really didn't, I feel like it didn't really take over or make a big difference. So no, yeah. that was dumb. That was stupid. But I guess weed is like crazy in New Zealand or Australia or yeah, wherever we are. This is an anti-marijuana movie. It's Don't do drugs. Totally not. It's not, no. All right, let's do crew and cast. Uh, crew, this is directed and written by Sean Byrne. Who, he did like one other, two other things? Uh, yeah, I only recognize The Devil's Candy. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Like a long time ago. Yeah, I saw it a while ago too. I don't really remember much. I think it was okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Sorry, guy. Um, Sorry, guy. And we'll do the cast. Again, I'm kind of going to rocket through this. Uh, and for the sake of time, maybe eventually we'll like get into. Honestly, I only know did. the main lady, Lola. Robin McLeavy. She was in Hell on Wheels, which is like a bomb TV series about trains and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. So. She was also in a movie called uh, Abraham Lincoln oh, Vampire Yeah, was Slayer. she Abraham Lincoln's wife? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure she was. I didn't look it up. She I've was seen like that movie. Mrs. Lincoln, yeah. Maybe she was. She's super cute, though. So Yeah, she is very. I mean, super cute. I mean, in this movie, in this movie, in this movie, physically, yeah, she was she was attractive. It, well, she's like sixteen. I can't even say that in this movie. She played a sixteen-year-old. She definitely was not. 16. You don't think she was sixteen? No, hell no. All right, then she was hot as fuck. <laughs> oh yes. She was definitely way hotter <laughs> no, than his <laughs> girlfriend, who in the like one synopsis is like, oh, she's super hot. Yeah, yeah, that was in the one that was in this one. Sir, no. Sir, no. no. <laughs> she had like four thousand. No offense if you have moles, but she had a lot. Dude, I was. They freaked me out. I was. Dancing around like, should I mention her weird moles? Because I don't. She's like not that. good looking. But yeah. this, the Lola, the killer lady, is hot. Yeah. She's cute. Um, 
Okay, so Robin McLevy, mm-hmm. Xavier Samuel, who was in, uh, he was actually in Fury. Did you ever see Fury? The tank movie, the World War II tank movie. I'm not into war movies unless With, it's full, full Metal Jacket. Sorry. Dude, Fury <laughs> was a great movie. Maybe I'll Shia check LaBeouf it out. was in it. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Uh, he was also in a great, one, one of the better shark movies. All right, but don't say his name again. He'll pop up like, you know, Candyman and stuff. What? Oh. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> don't, don't say it. <laughs> Or Beetlejuice, you know? Shia LaBeouf. All right. <laughs> He's not here yet. You can stop saying it. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, my God. Uh, but he was in a, he was in Bait. He's one of the main okay, characters yeah. in Bait. Uh, Bait is great. It's a great shark movie. It's I mean, it's not great. It's terrible. But it's fun as fuck. It's good enough to mention. So great. I mean, but not great, but but great. Anyways, uh, anyway, he's like, you John know. John Brumpton, Richard Wilson, Victoria Thane. Jessica McNamee, Andrew S. Gilbert, Susie Doherty. I don't even know why I'm reading these. Who cares? <laughs> we Fred all Whitlock, care. We don't know who they are, but we Stephen care. Stephen Walden, Eager. Yeah, there's really no point. I did. I like. I usually do like figure out like you know some of the bigger names, but I didn't. There really aren't bigger. The first two was really it. I think so too. Well, right. I think her dad might, but yeah, there's probably some people in there that people uh, that other people are like. No, you don't remember this guy was in this movie and like see that. like her dad is like real creepy looking so i feel like he should just be like hannibal mm-hmm. but he's not but he looks like he should be well at any rate <laughs> um so yeah this is our uh first classic movie and i feel like we're fucking kicking this off right with a straight up australian torture porn movie yeah what how how much better could you start a, a horror movie podcast than with a movie featuring somebody getting uh, a power drill to the forehead. <laughs> I would say it's finger looking good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It's it is weird. Um, you know what's also weird? Drinking milk. They drink milk when they eat their fried chicken. Talk. Do you like milk? Oh my god! I don't want to do this. <laughs> As uh, your friend, um, Charles. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, go. Cool. No, let's get it out of the way because it's gonna come eventually. It might as well fucking Look, come up now. So when they're at dinner and she's like <laughs> eating fried chicken with her dad and they're like held captive, like date. Um, they drink milk, and I think that's the weirdest fucking thing. It's not weird. Who drinks Drinking milk? Drinking milk is not fucking Ch- weird. I mean, with it's fried chicken weird. though. Yeah, it's fine. Chuck, you like milk? I you do. You gonna go and order milk at the bar? I'm not because of assholes like you <laughs> and other people that would make me feel terrible about it. I I don't see the problem. Okay, you're crazy. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm so. I'm. I am the most empathetic and sympathetic person. Are you? I, how you am I drink not? milk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no. All right, guys. I'm calling now. If Chuck's in the news for murdering somebody, it's because he drinks milk. I happen to think it is a perfectly acceptable beverage. All right. Well, I'm glad that your bones are strong. I do have strong. <laughs> fuck yeah. I'll take my strong bones and <laughs> keep okay. drinking my milk. Anyways, move it anyway, on. Anyway, yeah. That wasn't supposed to come up until oh, later anyway. It's and here. Good. I'm glad we got it out of the fucking way. We're going to talk about it again next episode. Uh, you're not. <laughs> milk. You know, because milk, and, you know, it's going to fucking come up so much because milk in horror movies is a thing. It is a thing. You don't yeah. think like what? What are they trying to say? Like they're saying I something. I don't know. They're making it really difficult for people like me out there that <laughs> enjoy milk. And uh, they're making serial it killers who are in <laughs> hiding in denial. <laughs> I'm not. Whatever. Yet. Anyway, your personal thoughts about the movie and not milk, okay. Melissa. So I love this movie. I really do. It's like 
kind of torture porn. I feel like every time I watch, I like. Oh, it. what do you mean, kind of torture okay, porn? Is. This is one hundred percent torture porn. I watch it and I love it, and then I don't watch it for a while, and I'm like, yeah, the loved ones. I freaking love that movie, and then I rewatch it, and then I'm like creeped out for like a while. Like this movie makes me uncomfortable. In like all the best ways. Yes, though. Yeah. but I'm still uncomfortable. Okay. But I really enjoy it. But you liked the, yeah. No, liked, I love this movie. Yeah. I loved it enough to cosplay the main you character, did. Lola. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I just have to ask, am I not pretty <laughs> enough? <laughs> Sorry. Heart's still broken. <laughs> Sorry, there's a song in the movie. That's yeah. the song. And it just keeps playing over and over. Yeah. That's all I could think about. And it's the worst kind of like 90s sounding. Oh, it's not like, good. Bullshit. But it's perfect for her character. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's, she's out weird. of her mind. Like... But also, the thing is, like, she was shot down by the one guy, but she's still really cute, so I don't understand. Mm, like, I that guy, she could do better. She's a little scrawny. Okay. Well, she has she has some issues. Well, she's got daddy <laughs> issues. She's got more than daddy issues. <laughs> she's got some major... Anyway, we'll talk about that later. All right. So, so I you like love it. it. Yeah. It creeps you out. It makes Definitely. you uncomfortable, but you, you, you fucking love it. Yeah, I'll probably watch it tomorrow again. <laughs> again. <laughs> I, yeah, I have seen this movie. Here's my personal thought. I've seen this movie. Tell us about it, Chuck. God, I've seen this movie now ten times. That's it. I, <laughs> I love this movie. It's uh, it's a wonderful kind of romantic comedy <laughs> for horror fans. Um, it is. That, it, it is kind of is. Yeah. is. Yeah. Right. Um, I absolutely love it. Um, and I'm not even like the biggest torture porn fan. Okay. Well, who says that? Well, there's lots of people that like those movies. There's tons but of people who, that love like Saw who, and like who all doesn't that. like those movies? No, I'm just kidding. Who um, says I'm not the biggest torture porn fan? I'm not. We're, okay. we're horror fans, though. We're talking in the spectrum of horror movies, okay, and it's a wow. major genre, subgenre. So you don't like torture porn? No, I'm. I'm not saying I don't like it. I just typically. It's... So you do like torture porn? Oh my god, why? <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing this? I'm just fucking with you. Go on, proceed. Um, no, it's they're not my. I'm just saying that it's <laughs> not my favorite subgenre. I mean, I like the collector. We're gonna do the collector eventually. And I like I like certain ones, but yeah. I I I don't just inherently like them. Like I inherently like um like alien monster like sci fi monster movies. Like it can be bad, and I'll probably still be like, but it was still okay. You yeah. know, like <laughs> underwater monster movies. Like yeah. monster no, movies disagree. to me. Like anytime I see a monster, I'm, I forgive so much of the movie because I'm like, but, but the monster is cool. I'm like absolutely not that, but all right, go on. But torture point, I'm not like that. It's like, well, was it good? I don't care that there's torture in it. But some people are like, no, those are the best movies. They're the yes. darkest and the most brutal, and they're the best. I'm like, yeah. I don't think they're the best, but I think That's I like them better have... than monster movies. Uh, okay, see there. <laughs> Different. See there. <laughs> differing opinions that's why this podcast is gonna be awesome um yeah yeah because we both have varying porn likes. options porn. <laughs> all right um it's uh it's a brutal ass movie it's very dark but it also is. it's very dark and very violent and very like you said it's tough to watch at parts but it's also really kind of funny because the family is so fucked up and they're so over the top oh that my god they're they're like cartoonish they are that it's so it's like watching cartoon violence almost it i mean it's not it's very brutal and real but they're so crazy <laughs> that it's funny to me i'm like oh my god then the trailer the part where there's they're like yelling his face like we can't hear you <laughs> it's like, oh my god you guys are insane <laughs> But yeah, I love it. I think it's great. 
Um, so again, let's dig a little deeper. Let's do that. Are are there any parts you like in particular that you want to talk about? Oh, actually, I really like, I I mean, I'm not going to say it's a spoiler because this movie came out in like 2010 or some shit. So it's not a spoiler. 2009. Okay. Well, so I kind of like the end revenge style, like the girlfriend like kind of runs her over. Oh, you like that scene? And she's crawling in the street and they like see her like it's like a long shot and she's like crawling and it's like terrifying and gross and she's like all beaten up because she got ran over. Spoiler alert, that's my favorite and we're going to do a segment called favorite kill, favorite character, favorite quote. That's my favorite kill. That's fucking it, man. I guess it would be your favorite yeah. character. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> I like love the revenge stuff. I also love all the torture stuff. I don't like the weird daddy stuff, but... That, that looks so great... Because I got you confused. When you said I, I, it creeped you out and it made you uncomfortable, I was thinking all the torture stuff. But you're nope. just like, no, the dad shit. The dad me. shit, okay. yeah. All right, I forgot about the uh, the whole... There's like, like a weird dad relationship yeah. dynamic. Did, did he want to fuck her? Because I love my dad, but like not that much. Like, ooh. Yeah. But I don't know. I like the torture stuff. I kind of think it's fun. You know? You're really getting to know somebody. <laughs> yeah, what better way to get to know somebody than to torture the fuck out of them? Yeah. What you're going you do- f- to find out what's important to that person. What are you doing later, Chuck? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. I'm the serial killer. Do you I want don't. some milk? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but either way, I think the like you know the ending revenge like stuff is really dope. Yeah, I thought that was too. Anything else? No, I mean, the mo- whole movie's great. Oh, there's like that weird like best friend who's like picking up the stoner goth girl okay, i yeah. thought that was hilarious yeah we'll do i, I want to yeah. don't know the point of it but hilarious i want to talk about that later all right so go on um what do i like about this what uh, do you like about it what's do you like um it does it takes a lot of solid cues from other horror movies like it, there's definitely a very strong texas chainsaw hey, texas chainsaw, chainsaw massacre <laughs> Um, vibe to this when they're all sitting at the table. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the mom's like lobotomized. Oh my and, gosh. Like, yeah, that was And dope. they're all having I don't this think that was anybody's dinner. mom, but. No, it was, it was, it was her mom. I almost felt like she was like. No, that was her mother. That another was. Another kidnapping, but. Uh, oh, it could have been. Because there were so many people that were kidnapped and like. Oh. Like when he avoided Maybe hitting that one their... guy, it was someone who was kidnapped, so. Maybe it was the part of their weird fantasy. So who knows? Damn, I didn't even think about it. Because they don't explain it. And they that don't, was one of the and things that's the thing. That was one of the things that I liked about it. Like, you know, was it mommy or was it... They left that kind of open-ended. Yeah. And it... And in the... It, uh, well... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you're going to hear me say a lot in the future that I, I don't... I don't particularly like when movies don't explain things. But I have, like, criteria mm-hmm. for that. Like, if you're not going to explain this, it has to be this, this, and this. Because there's so many movies that are coming... Uh, that are coming thinking faster than talking it's fine no one cares there's a lot of movies coming out now where it's all show don't tell yes and you can cross the line with that and to where you're just you're just showing me a whole bunch of shit and kind of hate that you're not explaining stuff um but it but this in this particular case i thought it was great because it just made them crazier it made them seem more off the wall because you have no idea and that's a really good theory like was she really their mom? Because they called her Bright Eyes. Yeah, that was it. Because she and had this, like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like nice bright eyes. God damn, they could have. They could have just taken some old woman just to round out the family. That's true. Because they already kidnapped like a bunch of dudes to try and get him to be her date like a million yeah. times or whatever. So, but anyway, it had, uh, it had great. It, it 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 drew on these other movies, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and um, and the people under the stairs. Yeah. 
um, with the whole, I you know, think about with all the loved ones being like yeah, feral, the, feral people like, under pit. the basement. Yeah, they definitely. That's dope. It Look took these ideas from a couple of other movies. There's some other stuff in here, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into that. That's a good point, though. I didn't think about that. But while doing all those things, it remains completely original. Like, it is very, I don't know of a single movie that I would say, like, this is just like The Loved Ones, or this, or The Loved Ones is just like this, just like that. Yeah. As a couple things that it draws on for, you know, it, its total makeup, but it is its own movie, and it's very original, and very quirky, and Absolutely. weird. Yeah, I love that about it. It definitely stands out. Yeah, it stands own. out, right? Yeah. It, that's why it's on it's a lot like, of... Yeah, one of my favorites it's because on, of that. It's on all these lists of, like, you've got to watch The Loved Ones if you're a horror fan because it's so different. It's it's very similar, but, like, it only, like, very, like, uh, minusculely, like, takes mm-hmm. from the other movies to make this weird-ass, quirky, brutal movie. Um, Robin McCleavy... Oh, we already kind of talked so about it. Great. She does batshit crazy so fucking good. She and really she does. Owns this movie like so hard. She is she is front and center the whole movie, and she is she, she's acting her ass off, and she's insane. And you hate her, which I know. is crazy because the other stuff that I've seen her in, I love her, but I hate her I in can, this movie. I yeah, I do too. But I hate I, her, but I also kind of love her. It's no, like, yeah, she's perfect. in the fact that it's like well, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Um. Uh, the, you can always tell, or at least I can. I can always tell when like an actor or an actress is having fun while mm-hmm. they're making the movie. She had to be. She right? had so much fun while yeah. she was making that this movie because you could just tell she was like giddy in every scene. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife is texting me. My wife. Uh, she's gonna be home soon. We're almost done. Yeah. Um. Come but yeah, back. loved the yeah. She owned this so. Definitely, she was so much fun. Um. What's not to like? Anything? Mm, there are, I guess there. W- the soundtrack was kind of lame. Like he was like, I'm really into metal, and then it was like some weird like emo progressive stuff. So I can't remember even the name of the bands. I looked it up last time. I was gonna do this, and it was just wasn't like that good. It was like not good at all. The music was lame, and um, there was a synopsis where they said his girlfriend was like super hot. But no offense, she's very pretty, but not super hot. So I would have picked the weird girl. I don't know. Yeah, but I actually wrote down the metal stuff too. I actually the music was weird because the soundtrack was completely it. different. What <laughs> I liked it. What that was cool. I thought the whole but metal anyways, vibe behind it no. was awesome. He said he was like really into death metal and metal, and then like the music that played was like Black Veil Brides. I'm not joking. Whatever, like you're a snob. It was whack. Yeah, I am. I guess snob. it's whack. I don't even listen to metal. I'm sorry, I guys. It was, cool. it was whack. I don't. It was whack. I listen to some metal. I listen to like the worst kind of metal. I listen to like metalcore shit. (laughs) What is metalcore? The corny stuff. Like um, name a band. Name a band right now. Oh my god, I'm really. Okay, no pressure. No pressure. I'm really into a band called Void of Vision right now. Never heard of it. It sounds awesome. That's super metal horror name. Okay, Void of Vision. That's the name of the podcast. No. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) Um, what did she say? She said. Oh, she said I'll be quiet. (laughs) So I guess she's coming home. Okay, so Our spouses are boring. Yeah, mine's asleep on the couch right now. <laughs> <laughs> mine's like, I'm coming home. I want to go to bed. <laughs> um. Anyways, was there anything you didn't like about the podcast? Because the, I really could think of. Do you much. mean the movie? Movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty I don't like about this podcast right now. Like you? No, like you <laughs> attacking my love of milk. First off, <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> um, no, this is fun. Um, here's something that I didn't really understand. So, this isn't necessarily 
something that I didn't like about the movie, but it seemed weird to me. Go on. They set up this whole depression stuff with the main character. He's because mm-hmm, he, his dad just died. Yeah, yeah, his dad died. So the whole the self harming. He's suicidal. He's depressed. And then none of that stuff ever resolves. And then he gets caught by the dad and he gets tortured. So what was... I think the only reason why they added it was because they had that necklace that was a uh, razor blade to make it seem like he used it to cut himself. And then he was able to use it to cut himself from his bonds when he tried to escape that one time. Maybe. I think that's the only reason why they did it. Okay. To have like a... Oh, this is why he has a razor blade around his neck. Uh, maybe that makes sense but they set it up so hard and they, they acted really like, did and they, they acted like it was going to be this like front and center like this yeah. this dude's really dealing with stuff and like nah we're just kidding we're just going to torture him a lot he's going like, to deal with more <laughs> stuff yeah. the only thing that i could think of was i didn't think of that that's a great point that they just use it as a device to I know. get the thing that gets him out um but i thought maybe like maybe it's a diversion so like they're setting up all of this deep mm-hmm. trauma and depression and it's like kind of a diversion in order to like um for for the juxtaposition of like you thought it was going to be this like sad movie and like then they rip you out of that and they put you in to like Lola's living room and you're like <laughs> nope this shit's going to get crazy real and fast it, and yeah. it might and it might make it seem crazier that this is happening like oh i thought and then there was the whole thing with the high school. Yeah, that definitely works. And now this is... Because the first time I saw it, I didn't know what it was. I was like, somebody told me to watch it. It was years ago. And I was like, okay, was I watched it. Was it me? And when that shit started happening, I was like, what the fuck yeah. am I watching? What happened to all the depression stuff? This yeah. is insane. So it could have been for that. No, yeah, that makes sense. It definitely does. I don't remember why I watched it for the first time like years ago. I was just like, oh, someone recommended this horror movie, so I'm going to do it. And then I was like, oh, this is fucked up. But in all the best ways. Yeah, no, it was definitely good. I recommend it. Oh, for sure. If you haven't seen it already, though, like, you, and you like horror, what's up? Yeah, what are you doing? What's up? What are you doing? What's up? What are you doing? Okay, that's all. You better get your life. Yeah, check yourself. Um. <laughs> 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 all right, so... Open form here. I have a question. <laughs> For me? I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. What? And we already alluded to the question. What? I'm so what nervous. exactly? <laughs> what exactly is going on here? What is going on in this movie? What? <laughs> why is this happening? Like, why is she like that? I don't know. So I have a couple of theories I'm going to throw at you. You pick Please. one. Please, yeah, because I don't know where her mom is either. Did the dad or mom? What mom? We don't even know if it's the real mom. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just say the dad. Did the dad abuse the shit out of her? And and she snapped and she's gotten under some psychosis because of abuse? But is that don't, like oh, hold on, Stockholm syndrome because she lost her dad? Maybe. It could be Stockholm. No. I don't I don't I'm believe saying it no to this one. Go on next. Did she grow up with a crazy ass dad that just did this and she just thinks this is all normal? Also kind of psychosis. First off, maybe. Or Or this is what I think. Is she the cause of all this? Did she was she born with some weird ass like I'm fucking crazy and I'll kill you if you don't give me what you want and the dad is trapped yeah. because she calls the <laughs> shots 100 yeah. percent of the movie and he feels it feels like to me that he has to do this stuff you know what and it, there's this certain, is a great segment go on there's there's parts that make me think that like he doesn't want to do this stuff and he's just 
being dragged along and he's just trying to win her approval. Like he's just trying to make her happy. Honestly, I think it's a mix between two and three. I think she is way in control, but I think her dad kind of likes it. I think her dad yeah, is kind of into it. For sure. He wants her approval and he wants this and that from her. It's more than that because he was all like, yes, baby. So Let's put think, these crowns on and kill this so you, guy. So you think they kind of like fed off each oh, other yeah. and they were just both fucked oh, up. Oh, they're so weird daddy-daughter like incest. so weird. There has to be incest. Yeah, he definitely wanted to fuck her. I think he did. I think she did too. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> anyway, again, we'll never know. You'll know, never know. You'll wish... never know. I need the loved ones too. No, please, no. She's already dead. Don't, also, don't He's do that. Dead. No, what if they did a prequel? No. If I wouldn't watch it. No? I don't. I don't. One of the reasons that this movie works so well is because you don't know yeah, what the it's... fuck is going no, on. No, you're right. It's great. Being you see these alone. scenes and yeah. you're like, what are you doing? Like, that's your daughter, you weirdo. Like, oh, they're weird. Oh, oh they're fucking real oh, man. weird. Yeah, I'm confused about that dynamic relationship, but right, it could have been so many things that happened, and you'll just and never know. And he's like know. unzipping her dress to uh, put on uh, her pink dress, and uh, she's so like, weird. "Am I not pretty enough? <laughs> Am I not pretty enough? <laughs> Is my heart too broke?" Okay, we're done with that. Yeah, the loved ones. It's a great movie. Watch it. We're not done yet. <laughs> we're done with that. Oh yeah, we're done. Daddy daughter talk. Um, I have another. I have another question for you. Is it about daddies and daughters? No. Okay, go what? on. You <laughs> mentioned it. I said we we're going to talk about. It. What what's going on with the two storylines? Why is that happening? Is it just filler to make the movie longer? I don't understand. I don't get it. That there is a storyline if you haven't seen it, which you should see. Let's go watch it. There's a friend of the main character guy who's taken out some goth girl to prom, and she's like super drunk and like crazy, and like there's just that's another part of the story for no reason. They just go to prom, but they don't go to prom. They sit in the car and like. Oh no, they, they go in. They get do kicked they out. go in? They get kicked out because she yeah, starts like she's giving drunk. them a hand. She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like groping them. Yeah. But they're like in the car, and she's like drunk and like high and like just out. So I don't get the point of that story. Uh, what was the point of that? I don't know. <laughs> we shouldn't even brought it up because I don't have any answers. It see, it feels. You know what it feels like? It feels like it's like um, like you remember like I guess they still do it now, but like sitcoms and shit. Remember like '90s sitcoms? Mm-hmm. They would just have the main story, but then two of the characters or three of the characters would always have something else going on. But it usually that was different. keeps going during the that was series different. and leads to something. This one doesn't lead to anything. No, but even in sitcoms, there's always you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. How there's always like the main storyline, but yeah, then, then like. Not- yeah, then the there's characters. something else going on with these two characters. Like Urkel, and then you got like the, the sisters Yeah, the rest and of the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's like, what is this? What is this but for? But why? I Be- may I may this- have a surprise answer at the end. Oh. oh. Um, it's not really an answer to why it's happening, because even with my answer... All right, I'll just, I'll just spoil it. Yeah, can you just tell so, us? So I've seen this movie now so many times, and this is the first time I picked up on this. But is her dad the, the cop. cop? Yeah. He's like the so, yeah. um, the brother of the weird goth side story chick. Uh huh. Is the kid? Oh yeah. Standing in the middle of the road in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's why she's so fucked up, and that's why the cop acts the way he does, yeah. and that's why all of that shit happens. I do remember happens. that. Yeah. Her brother is one of the victims of Lola. Yeah. The 
It's okay. still I had I had the name of him here, but I yeah, I that's the guy. Oh. Yeah, that the main character drives around with his dad and hits a tree, and that's why his Timmy dad Valentine. Dies. Timmy Valentine was his name. Val- yes, that's why his dad dies because he hits a tree, avoiding that guy who avoiding escaped the kid. Yeah, from yeah. So you're it right, makes, you're so right. that's why she's all, but it still doesn't explain why they did that. Yeah, they really There's didn't need still, any of that. Yeah, it's still weird. But that is true. That's what happened. I feel Look like it was just you. filler. Look at you. Yeah, I caught that. No, it, uh, this is the first time I caught it, though. I always wondered. Like, no, I noticed it last time I watched it, but I was like, eh, man, no. that's nothing. All right, we're winding down here. We're almost done. Uh, what was what was your what was your favorite like? What do you think was like the the worst thing for him to endure? Mm, oh man, there's so many bad things. When they cut him and then they put the salt ah, in it. Fuck yeah, man! The fucking screaming. salt. Oh my god. Ugh. Oh my god. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is rough. Yeah. Um, mine's the uh, the attempted lobotomy. Where oh, they're chill- where and they're, they're gonna drilling. boil that water. Dude, the sound of his bone cracking. You're hitting that drill. Oh, the sound is what got me. It's like, and yeah. it sounds like a real skull being drilled into. Yeah. And he's like, oh my god, and he's screaming. And, and they were gonna pour smoke. that water yeah. in. Thank God they didn't. Yeah. But they were going to. <laughs> Thank God they didn't, because he got away because of it. Yeah, that's the only reason why he got away. Um. Anyway. Let's wrap it up. Uh, so much stuff in this movie to like. It's brutal. The whole feral kid, the whole feral people like mm. that they've been throwing into the basement and keeping alive. Yeah. That shit is insane. Because they like, mm, they had to build those up. There were, yeah. There, this they movie, tortured each one of them. This movie just like, it starts pretty normally and then it levels up and then it levels up again. And then when yeah. they open up the basement, it levels up again. And you're like, what the fuck is going on down there? It just keeps outdoing itself throughout the whole movie. And it's really great. And if you've never seen it, you should. Definitely watch it. Yes, please watch it. Let's do favorite kill, favorite character, favorite quote. Oh, man, that's hard. First well, off, favorite kill. Favorite kill. Well, we already said it. Yeah. The, no. end, the end. When she gets run over. Yeah, well, yeah. That's not your favorite kill? That was my absolute favorite kill, dude. That was so crazy. Nobody else. <laughs> that she's like crawling. Honestly, she's like, nobody else really dies. Like, there's like three deaths in the, the whole movie. The cop dies. The dad dies. And the start, like, crazy eyes, bright eyes. Bright eyes. Dies, whatever. Yeah. So, yes, her death. Lola's death is the best yeah, death. death. Thank yeah, God. Could have been better, but was definitely great. That How could it have sh- been better? Because we could have tortured her. Well, that dumb yeah, bitch. No, I'm kidding. I'm so sorry. But there's like a shot where Melissa's it's like, like, I just wanted more torture. Where she's like crawing on the ground, oh, doing all these yeah. broken she's like bones. like army crawling. Yeah, yeah. Start, yes. That's no, so her death is the best death. Um, favorite character? Oh, it's Lola. Yeah, it's definitely Lola for me too. <laughs> yeah, she she's like great. I said, she owns this movie. She definitely like plays her role so good. It's so and great. like I said, the no backstory just makes her even crazier. Yeah, you don't even know why she is the way she is, but we love it. Thanks, uh, Lola. Do you have a favorite quote? Ooh, okay. So this is weird, but she's got fried chicken for dinner, and she says, "Is it finger licking <laughs> yeah. good?" And then he doesn't answer. She says, "Is it finger yeah. licking?" <laughs> And yeah. I like love that fucking quote. I don't know why I say it all the time. It's hilarious. Yeah, that's really when you were like, "Oh, this chick is crazy." Oh, she's fucking crazy, and she's drinking milk and eating fried chicken. But all right, you my do favorite thing. scene is where she took his dick out and she wanted him to pee. Yeah, and she was like, she's "Daddy's like, gonna." And then she's like, and then when he finally starts, she counts to ten and she gets to nine and he starts peeing and then she looks at it and she goes, "It's, it's crying." crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so they were gonna kill him or whatever yeah. if he didn't pee. Yeah, I uh, think that's gonna do it. Uh, we love both of these movies. Yes, those were. It turns we out approve. we actually do like this movie. We approve. It won't happen forever. We will dislike a movie. So I'm not even sure if this is gonna air, but um, it, again, it please check us out on social media. That will be up 
<laughs> eventually. Eventually, when we find a fucking name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's gonna do it. Yeah, anything else? No, thanks for listening. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening. Liberty, liberty, Thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.